everyone. This is Brian Pinter, Education Associate at Christ Church Methodist. I'm happy to welcome you to our Lenten podcast. We're calling it Sitting in the Ashes with Cinderella. I'm happy to have this opportunity to share some reflections on this. I've been thinking about this little story for a number of years, and what a, what a great metaphor for the season of Lent that it is. And I say that because in Cinderella we find a story of grieving and transformation. And I think that's what Lent invites us to do. It's a time that we set aside in the liturgical year of the church, in the spiritual year of the church, to attend to this really important task of doing our grief work. What do we need to let go of? What do we need to forgive? What do we need to see transformed by God so that we can, we can be our true selves and so that we don't transmit all of our unresolved pain and hurt to other people? The fairy tale of Cinderella, I think, gives us a great metaphor and symbol for that. We might start by considering how Lent begins on Ash Wednesday. That's a day that draws more people to church than any other day, including Christmas. Now, this is interesting. Why is that? The spiritual writer Ronald Roheiser has some very good thoughts on this. He says, as a symbol, the Lenten ashes are blunt primal, archetypal, and speak the language of the soul. Something inside each of us knows exactly why we take the ashes. Dust thou art, and into dust thou shalt return. No doctor of metaphysics need explain this. Now, ashes have been a symbol of of penance and grieving in religious and spiritual traditions throughout the world, throughout time. Rollheiser goes on to say this about ashes. To put on ashes, to sit in ashes, is to say publicly and to yourself that you are reflective in a penitential mode and that this is not ordinary time for you, that you are not in a season of celebration, that you are grieving some of the things you have done and lost, that some important work is going on silently inside you, And that you are, metaphorically and really, in the cinders of a dead fire, waiting for a fuller day in your life. I think that's a great summary of of the Lenten season, the significance of the ashes that we put on our foreheads on Ash Wednesday. As I said, the ancient fairy tale of Cinderella serves as a great metaphor for this season. Cinderella literally means the little girl, the puella, who sits in the cinders. And as the story unfolds, we find, uh, I think, a nearly complete spirituality for the season of Lent. Through the symbolism of all these characters that we encounter in the story, from Cinderella, the stepmother, the stepsisters, the characters from nature who come to assist her in her, her grief work, we see a girl who begins her time of grieving and she moves through a process. She goes on a journey. She sits in the ashes. She experiences some transformation. She has to persist in her grief work. She receives help in the process from her, her community, we could say, and as I, as I said, as I mentioned, from non-human creatures as well. And at the end of the story, she arrives at uh, a place of transformation. 
Each week in Lent, I'd like to take a short section of the original text of the fairy tale and use it as a foundation for reflection on the process and the journey of doing our grief work. The church, as I said, understands this well. And they set aside this, this Lenten period for this, although I don't know that we always, uh, we're not as intentional about that as maybe we could be. I feel that this is one of the, the great tasks for the church in the 21st century is to help us recover our rituals and our, our ways of being able to do our grief work. This is an essential spiritual task in, in, the, in the process of transformation in, in helping us to raise our consciousness to the Christ consciousness, doing our grief work. All right, let's begin with the first part of the story. For this week, I'd just like to take this little section, which I'll, I'll share with you now. The story begins like this. A rich man's wife became sick. Then when she felt that her end was drawing near, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said, Dear child, remain pious and good, and then our dear God will always protect you, and I will look down on you from heaven and be near you. With this, she closed her eyes and died. The girl went out to her mother's grave every day and wept, and she remained pious and good. Well, notice how the story begins. It begins with a painful event in Cinderella's life. There's, there's a wounding. Her heart is broken. And like Cinderella, every single one of us carries wounds and pain in our heart. We are all wounded in some way. We all carry disappointments. We all carry some kind of pain. Now, for some people, there might be a, a wound from our childhood. I have a friend who once shared with me a story about his older sister who died before he was born. And although he never knew her, he says he still feels that loss and he's carried that loss all his life. For other people, the pain might be from a relationship that didn't end the way we hoped it would end. Maybe it was a divorce or we had a, a falling out with a friend or we had a, a lover from our past and the relationship ended poorly, maybe with anger or bitterness, but we, we never got the reconciliation or the closure we were looking for. Or maybe we have disappointments and dreams that were never realized that are wounds for us that we have to grieve over so we can let go. I had a friend who told me that he thought he could play professional football and he, he worked really hard at this, and he actually found himself in Don Shula's office. Don Shula was the great coach of the Miami Dolphins. And Shula was ready to offer him a spot on the team, and my friend hesitated for some reason, and, and he watched this opportunity slip through his fingers. And he's always thought about that. What, what could have been? That was a dream of his that, that died. For myself... There was a time when I, I wanted to be a New York City firefighter. I worked really hard at that, and due to some decisions I made and some changes in my life, when the opportunity for that came along, I, I hesitated, and I saw that, like my friend with the Miami Dolphins, that opportunity slipped through my fingers. 
and sometimes I still have regrets about that. Sometimes I'm still sad about that. I still need to grieve about that. I recall a, a fellow who was in the Vietnam War and he shared his feelings of guilt and, and feeling sorry for all the people that he knows he killed in the war. All these wounds are real. There's all, this, all this pain is real. It's their deep reservoirs of pain that we carry. I'll notice that when Cinderella feels the wound of her loss, she grieves. She makes a ritual of going to the grave of her mother and grieving. And this is what Lent invites us to do. It sets aside this time where it says, now we're entering into grieving and we're going to grieve deeply. Before we can begin that work, however, before we can enter into that woundedness, like, like Job on the, on, the, on the ash heap, or Jonah in the belly of the fish, they, they enter into this, this place of darkness and they do it intentionally. In order to do that, we need to be able to name the pain and name the wounds. There's an old saying that goes, not everything can be healed or fixed right away, but at least everything should be properly named. Another saying, a symptom suffers less when it knows where it belongs. So that, that's the first task is self-awareness. I think even in 12-step programs, they say that, that that's the first step, acknowledgement, acknowledging where we are, being able to name these things. So as we begin this season of Lent, I invite you to, to sit with this question. What is it you need to grieve over? What is it you need to grieve over? What do you need to let go? What is the pain or the wound in your heart that you still carry, that you need to spend time in, and that you, you need to bring to God for transformation? I invite you to take that question, what is it you need to grieve over, and spend some time with it this week. As we conclude this podcast, I'd like to invite you to, to just rest in a few moments of prayerful silence. And I'll end by, by reading the meditation chime and just take a few minutes to sit in, in quiet before God. <laughs> 